This week's podcast is brought to you by Form. Form minimizes the guesswork of hair care and makes it simple to give your curls exactly what they need. It's the first women's prestige hair care collections that's as versatile, uncompromising, and as beautiful as you are. And now you can take advantage of a special holiday deal from Form just for our listeners. 10% off your order, free shipping on your first purchase, and a free Form Mini when you spend over $50. Get personal this holiday season with Form. Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Getting Grown with Jade and Kia, where we discuss all things adulting, the, the trials, the tests, the terms, the triumphs, the tragedies, <laughs> the temptations. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, the tang- let my alliteration. Yes, indeed. I'm trying to let the alliteration flourish. But yes, all these things about uh, navigating life and career uh, as a real life adult in 2017. Uh, welcome back to the ride. Uh, what's going on, sis? How you doing? I'm good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just saw you, so yeah, got to see you again. That's right. I got to see you all weekend, actually three days in a row. That's amazing. Oh my goodness! Makes oh my goodness! So happy. Look at us. So my sis and I hosted. For the friend zone live this weekend in DC. And it was a good time. Uh shout out. Yo, shout out to DC for showing up, man, and showing, showing out, out and showing mad love. Like legit. Uh we had an awesome time there at the theater at Yayuda University. Um, got to hang out with our brothers, uh, Dustin and Asante, and our sister Fran uh, to host the Friends on Live. I think this might be the second or third one in DC now. Or was it the second one? I think. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know if it's the second. I think it's, the, maybe it's the second. I feel like I feel like it's the second one. But we've hosted uh, both. Of them. <laughs> right. Um, and it was just really cool to hang out. You guys were so awesome. Oh Thanks to everyone who came up and asked for a dap, a hug, a picture. All of that. <laughs> who said such awesome things. We're so happy that you guys are enjoying getting grown so much we are enjoying um you know getting together on a weekly basis and and hopefully giving you guys quality content that you are enjoying and finding useful in your lives um so yeah it was a good time i had a really good time everybody was really dope everybody who i met everybody who we met everybody everybody who came up was very very awesome so shout out to all of you guys and you were y'all were hyped Y'all were hype boots. I love it. That your energy was amazing. And so it fed our energy. So shout out to you guys and shout out to the friend zone for having us. Um, we're so humbled to be in the house. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. So humbled. So um yeah, man. Then we ate, then I had the worst steak and eggs I've ever had in my life when we went to brunch oh, the man. next day. We went to brunch the next day. We don't want to shade the the the, the restaurant. It was just nah. a, a crazy busy Saturday, and um, Jade and I actually both of us ordered the steak That's and right. eggs, and we both did. of our both of our meals were pretty terrible. I, the but, worst steak and eggs I have ever had um, in my existence. But I mean, I don't want to shade the whole restaurant because the other dishes at the table were really Keisha good. Shrimp and um, grits was hitting. As well, and Kia's uh, chicken, and, chicken waffles and waffles, Tristan's chorizo skillet. A good time. It was a good time. And them little rum balls. We, 
Right. It was like donut, rum filled donut ball, donut holes. Uh, it's a little spot out in, uh, I don't know where it was. Northeast? Northwest? I don't think it was Northwest. I feel like it was Northeast. You know, I don't know. Over by uh, Bus Boys and Poets. On, uh... Regardless, shout out to our server. He was amazing, but the steak and eggs were terrible. Um, they were really bad. <laughs> but then we went to this fantastic oh my God. Caribbean. We went to a society in downtown oh. Silver Spring for brunch on a Sunday. Oh. It was an. <laughs> they had clearly never been there. I mean, I've been there several times. I always enjoy the brunch of society. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a good time to be alive. I'm iffy on the buffet society. brunches. Like I'm real funny on the buffet brunches, but this was so good. They had the omelet station, the waffle station, which I do enjoy because there's something about getting your food made in front of you. It's just like, mm. but um, the food, like all the food, was delicious. The curry chicken, the fried chicken. The macaroni pie, like all of it was so good. Every last thing that I ate, I was not disappointed with anything. So, yeah. Yeah, society's a good time. I enjoy myself every time I go to society. If you guys are in the area, you should check it out. Um, also, one really quickly, I, I we did not uh, shout out Xavier Omar, mm-hmm. who was also a special guest at the Friends on Live. Uh, this past weekend, and you know, he he performed at yes. the show, and then he performed at a sold out concert event at the Fillmore on the following Saturday. I uh, was really a treat for me to get to hear him live. I really like mm-hmm. his music, um, and he actually um, participated in the Q and A se- uh, segment of the Friends on Live, and it was just awesome to get to know him and hear more about him and his experiences and how that informs his artistry. Um, so shout out to you. Uh, shout out to your project. I've been a fan for a little while. He's on tour now. So everybody check out XavierOmar.com forward slash tour and, and find out if he's coming to your city. Yes. If he is, you definitely want to make that move. It will be worth all of your coins, I can assure you. It's a treat. Um, Fran and I are going tomorrow or today. Yep. Um, Fran and I are going tonight. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, yeah, if you don't know who Xavier Omar is, what's the, what's the jam? You're so beautiful. Man, I love you. That's my jam. Oh, that's my jam. That is the jam. So yeah, check out Xavier Omar for sure. Yeah, man, totally, totally. So y'all want to jump right into the trash? Mm-hmm. What trash segments are are we uh, getting into this week, sis? You'd have to catch me up because I've I've been I've not been on on um, um in the know as far as the pop culture and the things of that nature. I'm really behind. I'm trying to get caught up. Well, we can start off with one that you do know because we talked about it at brunch. All of okay. these hidden lyrics that have been coming out that we had no clue were were, were being Are said. they hidden? I don't know if they're hidden. They're I think hidden. that we as just a co- <laughs> No, as a people, we have just failed to <laughs> just to uh we've we've just been saying them wrong, like as as a people, as a community. Um shout out to T Pain. He's been boozled us for a decade. I don't know if it's boozled us. I think we've bamboozled ourselves. <laughs> Because, I mean, when you listen to it, now that you know the right words, you can hear the right I, I words. Still you just want... I still ooh I still hear ooh Nah, nah, nah. If you really listen, it's really and then. If you, <laughs> if it's and then. So T-Pain tweeted, for those of you who don't know, T-Pain was tweeting the correct lyrics of of, of his songs. He tweeted, uh, buy you a drink. And what was the other one? Um, um, All I do is win. Oh, yeah. Um, All I do so, is win, yeah. win, win, no matter what. 
So as we know, in bartender, and uh, I buy you a drink. I'm sorry, and buy you a drink. He says, um, uh, "I'm gonna buy you a drink." Ooh wee ooh. <laughs> no, <laughs> so a, as that's what we all thought he was saying. I'm gonna buy you a drink. I'm gonna take you home with me. So apparently, it's I'm gonna buy you a drink, and then I'm gonna take you home with me. If you really listen, he's actually saying, and then the rest of you niggas just been out here ooh-weeing because it's fun to ooh-wee. You know what I'm saying? It's fun. So you we can knew think, it was uh, ending? I didn't uh. know it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that now that I know it, now that I've been corrected, when I listen to the song, I hear the right words. All right. Fair enough. Well, then now do you right. hear Conceiving Angel and Baby Boy? I still don't get that one. I, I mean, mean it's dumb, but still, like, baby, well, I don't know I, what words I was saying. <laughs> Somebody said they said, "Come sing a ling ling." <laughs> I don't know what I was saying, but I know that I was not saying, uh, "Let's conceive an angel." Because, like, know. who talks like that? that I, I, nobody. <laughs> but, oh man! Except for this one dude who tried to holler at me way back in the day, named Ballington. He used to speak to me in like old English. I don't. It was weird. He had dreads oh, down to Oh my his gosh! Butt. I don't <laughs> have to ask what Ballington was, huh? It was Jamaican Strit. I mean, Strit, Strit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop because I don't want to get cursed out. I'm sorry. I don't want to offend any of my that's, any of our Jamaican God, listeners. That's we love you guys so much. <laughs> Straight. Oh, that's the dollar van driver. That- <laughs> that's the safari got that from. Okay, the one who got I'm the rope in him. his van, so that when he he don't have to open the door, he just has to push it out with the rope, and then he pulls it back. Listen, in. listen. Shout out to Brooklyn. But yeah, um, uh, yeah. So the lyrics—they're not hidden lyrics. Sis. They're just, they're just lyrics that we've been me, saying wrong for years. It is. I knew Baby Boy, so, and then I knew, and then obviously, if you don't know, um, formation. I like my baby air with baby hair and afros. Now I was definitely saying baby hair twice. <laughs> <laughs> With conviction, like with all, I love of my the baby sh- hair with baby. That's right, that's right. I, was I like my baby hair with baby hair, like absolutely. Yeah. Like I definitely was not saying, yeah. Hair, and I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit that. Like we were saying, I mean, like, I was you, wrong. like you speak in conversation, like, oh, that's my baby hair. Like my ba- my baby hair. I like my baby hair, even though that's not proper English. With baby hair, so it's like I like my kids' hair with baby hair. That's what I thought initially, but no, it's baby heir, like an heir to the throne. Yeah, I like like her saying baby hair versus baby's hair. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Right, because I mean, you know, like we say, baby mama versus baby's, baby's mama. mama. Right, right. So it's exactly. fine. That's a it's okay. Way to explain it. There you go. I can stand corrected. It's fine. I don't mind. I don't mind admitting or acknowledging when I'm wrong because I'm not perfect, and I, sometimes I make words up to songs because in my mind I just think the words in my head sound better. I mean, all the time, and I'm still going to do it, but because so ooh, listen, ooh, let me tell y'all sing. Let me tell y'all a story. Sometimes I make words up. Me and my brother used to do it all the time. Make lyrics up, so you know D'Angelo's song "Send It On," mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I was absolutely like I was all the way an adult and way way grown when I realized that he was saying "send it up, send it through." <laughs> I and 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 me and my brother used to be in the house saying something that made absolutely no sense. It wasn't even a word. What were you all saying? We'd be in the house. <coughs> I'll talk about. Excuse me. 
72. <laughs> Don't ask me what 78, 72 means. Send it right back to you. I don't know what that meant, but I was totally, totally singing 78, 72. Now, in Neo's song, um, what was Neo's first song? Stay, Stay with me. Uh-huh. That that other young man that was in the song with him, I don't know what his name is, but he used to say Kayleen Day. Kayleen <laughs> Day. Kayleen Day. Kayleen Day. Whatever. Right. So this is for one of my friends, Toy. When we was at UConn, Toy got in my car one day. I'm 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 totally putting her out on Front Street. Love you, Toy. It's fine. This is just one of my favorite stories to tell. <laughs> so Toy got in the car. The song comes on the radio. Toy is in the in the front seat singing with all her heart. The man is saying, Kayleen, is it he's saying Kayleen Day Kayleen, or Kayleen Day? I don't know, whatever. Toy is in the front seat about, talking about good evening, ma. <laughs> good evening. Good evening, ma. Good evening. I was like, mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure that's not what he said. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No. I, I'm, okay, so mm-hmm. we're going to do call-out culture. I'm sorry. I got to do it to my husband. We were in the oh car gosh. one day rapping Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Jay-Z, Happy by birthday, the way. Jay-Z. Sean Corey Carter. Rest in peace, Pimp C. Rest oh, in peace, Fred Hampton. All, oh, absolutely. All before. If you don't know about Fred Hampton, you need to know about Fred Hampton because the government killed Fred Hampton. I don't care what nobody says. <clears throat> anyway, that I mean, you know, we but as black people, that's a known thing. But just in case you're not familiar with Fred Hampton, go do your Googles, go do your research. Anyway, we're in the car rapping. And so I'm rapping. I'm cough up a lung where I'm from, Marcy Sun. Okay, so my husband's rapping. And I'm like, wait a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you just say? And he was like, what is he saying? <laughs> he was saying, and it made no sense. And he's a Brooklyn dude through and through. Corrupt the lung <laughs> where I'm from. And I said, Listen. I said, that makes no sense, babe. And he was like, I know, but I just been saying it all this time because I thought that's what he said. All saying. my life. That's just like I was I just knew D'Angelo was saying 7872. Maybe it's like a passcode for his phone or something. I just I don't know. But it just made all the sense to me. And when you listen to the song, turn on, send it on right now. I promise you. You just ruined 78, it. 7872. It fits. Oh. 78, 72. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever going to be able to listen to that to properly ever again. Just like meeting in my bedroom is now forever ruined. <clears throat> Girl, please don't be late. Like y'all not gonna hit the CD player? <laughs> I said, who bumped into the record player? Somebody hit it, Jesus. What are we gonna? And do? then Chris Brown's AO attention. So that's forever ruined for you guys. Anyway. Oh, Nah, nah. Y'all not going to ruin your me. Then you it's got fine. my attention. You're making me Leave him alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Anyway. What other trash? What other trash, man? There's not we really a be. lot of trash. Um, Oh. Which is a good thing. Yeah, praise God. The, uh, uh, Sophia the Robot. <sighs> so I put you on a Sophia the Robot. Um, so Unfortunately. Sophia the Robot uh, apparently said in 2016, because she's, she's a robot. She is now a citizen of damn. Where they say she's a citizen of 
Is it Hong Kong? That's where she was. That's created. where she was created. No, she's a, an Arabian, a Saudi Arabian citizen now. The only first of her kind to receive citizenship of any country. But so she's been taught. She's designed around human values like wisdom, kindness, compassion. But a, she had a glitch at South by Southwest that um, came out recently that said she will destroy humans. Her creator didn't even program her to say things like this. I don't know why Jay felt like it was necessary to talk about this. Because it's frightening. <laughs> right. And everybody so knows I'm a conspiracy theorist. Like, what will we, like, well, we can't do anything about it. And you just want to bring this up and just cause alarm and just stress for people. I, I don't know why woke. you felt like this was a good because idea. Because we got to mm. stay woke. Niggas what are we going to do? Be be oh, okay. aware and know that it's coming. Sophia the robot's about to call up, about to call up her woes, ride through all the right. six, well, and we're all gonna. I don't know. You are not me. I'll be fine. But carry on, <laughs> please. What other? <laughs> what other stories will we be talking about on today? Really, I really, I really don't. Ha- I really don't have anything. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm really fine. I'm okay. My, my man, I'm my just... king, who cooked his own food at Waffle House. That's like that's literally all I got. Did you hear? Did you hear about that? Yeah. I certainly did. I mean, I just, I just felt like you know, goals. I don't know who that man is, but I would shake his hand. Goals, go. And he took mad selfies at Waffle House. I am not mad at him. I definitely want to go into a Waffle House and cook my own breakfast. But nah. The trash is light this week, which is really great. So, oh, oh, we didn't talk about the biggest trash, sis. What noise was that that you just made? That was alarming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. go ahead. As Santana likes to call him, dump. What trash? How that, how it's all coming out about his communication. Oh, child. Russia. Russia. And how they're going to speak. How they're going to testify against him in the court of law. Mm. Amazing. Well, indeed. White tears. They're I mean, I'm, I don't want to get, I don't like to get my hopes up. I just want to see how it all plays out. Well, I am hopeful because, I mean, I the whole world is faith. Gotta have, me. you have to be. I gotta be. I gotta have some kind of hope. And I'm hoping that he falls and he falls hard. You gonna have to. He's not the only problem that we have. Though. No, he's not. We got lots going on in Congress right now as well. So tons, actually. So there's a lot of responsibility that um that is going to take place that we all need to jump in and do our parts in. But you know, we've said it before. You hear it all over the place. You just got to do it. <laughs> Vote. Oh, okay. Right. Just do it. In uh, lighter and equally disturbing news, Candy Barris is set to join the cast of Chicago on Broadway. um, She's going to (laughs) sing? Apparently. Evidently. uh, She's going to sing. I don't know if she... I have to see. um, Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. Stop that right now. She will be playing the role of Mama Morton, um, and she will begin her eight-week run at the beginning of January. Now, Mama Morton is a role that has also been played by Wendy Williams. Uh, oh. So, okay, you know, um, that's pretty much all I wanted to say about that. I may be small, 
That's what she's gonna sound like because that's what she's gonna say. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I prefer Candy at the bottom of the harmony, uh, singing understanding. What I need from you is understanding. Really, really. That's really? what she sounds like. If you don't hear what I say. I didn't watch, I think isn't I think I missed the finale episode. I have to get caught up on that. But yeah, it's pretty it's been a pretty dry week in terms of news. It's, it has, uh, sorry guys. Which is actually a good thing because don't nobody want to hear that trash no way. But it's always so entertaining. True. I guess we can move on to shout out to my sis though. Shout out to my sis. My sis is popping right now, like shout out to my sis. Shout out to my sister. So we have two this week. Yeah, man. It's a good time. So this week, this weekend at the friend zone, we were all gifted with some amazing, amazing, amazing things. <laughs> and we wanted to share two of those with you. We had one young lady by the name of Brianna who gave us some shea butters. And I think she gave everybody shea butters based upon, you know, their personalities and what she hears. Really? So... I think so, because we, how we came to this conclusion is because Fran got the Rosemary Healer. <laughs> she did. <laughs> but before I get into it, Brianna is from CleanGlowSheaButter.com. You can check her out on IG at CleanGlowSheaButter and then also CleanGlowSheaButter.com. We'll make sure that we put all of the links in the description box. Um, but like I said, Fran got the Rosemary Healer. Kia got the vanilla, which I feel, you know, you're very warm. Vanilla spice. Because I'm spicy. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like you were judging me just then. Right. I did not. Okay. Actually. I'll let you have that. No problem. And then I got the lemon cookie. So, that's the one I want, though. Lem- so, Brianna, Yo. Brianna, if you're listening, Can I-, I would like the lemon cookie. I actually feel like she's got awesome... Um, she also has an island mango, which I think is exciting. And uh, ooh, midnight delicious. jasmine and a cinnamon stick. You know, I, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and you're smelling like pies and stuff. But uh, I don't mind. Listen. Because I'm a snack. Girl. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Brianna gifted us with these wonderful shea butters. I've been using them since I got them. And I have to tell you, you know, we've all yeah. used shea butter before. Uh, hopefully. Right. Mm-hmm. But because uh, it's really good for your skin. So, you know, you rub it in. One thing that I was immediately uh, surprised and impressed and surprised with and impressed by. You put the shape. Wasn't greasy. It wasn't greasy, but you still get this awesome, awesome sheen. It's kind of like a, Ooh. you know how back in the day we used to use, going out in the summertime, you used to baby oil, gel yourself down, literally mm-hmm. just filling yeah. your pores with all this mineral oil and terrible things. But you get that same sheen with uh this shea butter and it's really awesome. Um, so yeah, shout out to Clean Glow Whip Shea Butter. You guys oh look, uh, check it out. Check out the website. Check out the IG and get your life. Like the prices are very reasonable, and I'm here to tell you that the products are uh, really amazing. Amazing, really amazing. Check amazing. them out. Amazing. And then we had another young lady by the name of Yatunde. Indeed, indeed, indeed. From skinfixcosmetics.com. You can also find her on IG at Skinfix Cosmetics, and we will be sure to include her link in the description box as well. Um, Yutunde, I hope I am saying that correctly. She I I she gave me the coffee 
um, soap and body scrub and then also a really awesome homemade um, vanilla deodorant. But everybody knows I love coffee and a coffee scrub is one of the most amazing things on your body. So I was super grateful for that. I cannot wait to try it out. What did you get, sis? I got the coffee scrub as well. I also got this really cool uh, rose hibiscus uh, hydrating face mask. Ooh. Um, and I got a uh, jasmine vanilla body frosting. We'll be out here. Ooh. So she also gave some really cool gifts. She included a really nice notes. She's like, I know you love coffee, so I included these products for you. I thought that was really dope, so I'm super excited to use them. Brianna also included a really nice handwritten note, so shout out to both of those ladies. Make sure for the holiday season you check them out. Um, click the links in the description box because they are both very affordable. I know Skin Fix Cosmetics is fully vegan, vegan products, so you absolutely. get your life. It was awesome to meet you ladies. Thank you guys for sharing your products with us. And I really hope you guys check them out because they're, yes. it's really good stuff. Um, and, you know, we always tell y'all to stay moisturized because your black will crack if it's dry. So it won't crack if you're out here using these good juicy shea butters and scrubs and things. Wonderful products. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So shout out to you ladies. And thanks, um, thanks for hooking us up. Absolutely. In order to support our show, we'll need the help of some great advertisers. And in order to find great advertisers, we'll need to learn a little more about you. So please go to podsurvey.com forward slash grown and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you a little better. That way we can show advertisers just how great our listeners are. Plus, once you've completed the survey, you can enter to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Again, that's P-O-D. S-U-R-B-E-Y dot com slash G-R-O-W-N. Thanks for your help. Ooh, hey, boys and girls, let's gather around the kitchen table for this week's episode or edition. I should say this week's edition of Kitchen Table Talk. Um, are you snacking this week, sis? I'm full grown. I'm full blown mealing this okay. week. I may. I just wanted some spaghetti. Like I just had a hankering for some spaghetti. So. I made some good spaghetti from from scratch, did some fresh oregano and basil. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm eating this week. What about you? I don't have no snacks. I just had a couple, I had a fortune cookie <laughs> and um some water. I worked really late tonight. Um Oh, that's I just Do you have like Chinese food to go with the fortune cookie or you just happened to... I did earlier. Oh, okay. But um... <laughs> I was like, damn, can you do I got Jenny I had some better. soup. And um, shrimp and broccoli. Mm. Um, and I ate my fortune cookie. I'm glad you're nourishing your body. Yeah, I need you to. I need you to eat. Oh, you I know. need you to do that. I can stand to miss. But it. anyway, uh, what we talking about this week? This week we're talking about something that is one of my favorite things. Yeah, so let's just get right into it. We're going to talk about makeup this week. Um, we're going to talk about makeup in a few different ways. So first, I thought we would just. Have a conversation about kind of like makeup and black women and black women in makeup and um, not just makeup in our day to day lives, but kind of makeup has kind of taken on a different meaning or form of expression. Like makeup is now, I mean, it's always been an industry, but now it's really a booming industry that's really fed by social media and the internet, um, really kind of shapes makeup trends, mm -hmm. makeup culture, makeup norms. Um, and I just kind of wanted to talk about that as, you know, millennials, young millennials out here 
navigating both those worlds. So, you know, like, you know, things that we see um, as far as like makeup and uh, how it's used on the internet and how that kind of translates into our day-to-day lives. Um, so yeah, let's get started. I'm going to start by asking you a couple of questions uh, in hopes to kind of broach a broader conversation about okay. makeup and what we, how we feel about it. Um, and then we can talk about some do's and don'ts. I thought it would be cool to talk about, uh, you know, some of our favorite and not so favorite makeup trends and just like do's and don'ts in terms of not necessarily in terms of like, there are a few hard and fast rules, but those are probably more connected to things that are going to impede or impact your safety and health as a person. But all in all, makeup is about self-expression. But that being said, you know, just like you're entitled to choose what you want to do, you also have to realize people are entitled to have opinions about what you choose to do. Boom. But it's just a matter of what you do with the, that information once you receive it or, you know, are made aware of it. Um, if anything, you know, you could pay it or you could use it to kind of shape the way that you move forward. But we'll all get to that uh, a little bit later. I'll first start the conversation by asking you, sis, as a Black woman... What does makeup mean to you? Mm-hmm. Like, does it signify something to you as a woman? Yes, no. Sometimes. Well, um, sometimes I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not one of those. I'm not a beat girl. You know what I'm saying? I'm not out here with the full beat. I don't know how to do a whole lot of stuff, but uh, I do like to put on a little something. So I've learned how to do a few things, and I like to put on a little something when I go out, and it does. It, it helps me feel like it enhances you know, my features that I have already as opposed to covering them. So that's, I think that's what makeup means to me. It does. It makes me feel pretty. You know, sometimes I like to put on a nice bold lip if it's fall or if I'm, you know, I'm feeling spicy or whatever, feeling a little pumpkin spice. I'll put on a nice deep eggplant or whatever. I'm like, I'm feeling the season. But I just think it's nice to enhance. Agreed. Um, I know for me, I came up, I know, I t- like, it's a different time now because I feel like, Younger girls are, uh, you know, getting into makeup a, a lot sooner than than I did, as I was certainly oh, yes. like absolutely a grown adult with <laughs> with the tax return before I was uh before I was uh, dabbling in the makeup. I lived all of my uh high school and all of my college life with a fresh face, and was, oh absolutely was just fine. Like I was impressed. I was getting my eyebrows done. Um, but I would, and, and Evan, occasionally I would give the girls a little mascara and a, a clear gloss, but it wasn't no foundation. It was, wasn't any, any of that. Um, I feel like, you know, the times have changed and because, um, <laughs> because, you know, uh, younger people have access to learn about makeup, makeup artistry, we all kind of want to jump into it a lot quicker, um, Right. You know, you know, you have girls who are 14, 15, uh, 16, you know, in red lips and lashes and contours and all of that. And it's just a different it's just a different time. But for me, I agree with you that makeup really um, makeup for me is an outlet. It's really fun. Um, it is it really has been the vehicle that helped me to come to know and to learn and to love about my face, you know, like, um, Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that I have learned, you know, um, now being a woman of a particular age is that there's no one way, like, 
in makeup and makeup artistry, there are, you know, of course, techniques um, for doing certain things and kind of achieving certain things. But I won't, I wouldn't go so far as to say that, you know, makeup is not a one size fit all thing because we all have different faces and different features. And like you said, to me, makeup is something that is, you know, helps us to enhance um, uh, what it is that we have, whether it be your skin tone, your skin type, your shape, your face shape, the features that you have, your eyebrows, the shape of your eyes, the shape of your nose, the shape of your lips. It's, it's a way for you to kind of come to know and appreciate those things, um, not necessarily make them look like anybody else's, but find a way to kind of make it your own. And that's been the fun of makeup for me. Um, and I think that I, I wish that I could have gotten into that aspect of it a lot sooner. Um, Cause I will say I had fallen into the trap of kind of thinking like, okay, if, if I'm going to wear makeup, it has to look like this. Um, and that's not necessarily true. Um, so I'm hoping that we can right. have a conversation about makeup um, that will get people a lot, uh, thinking about the ways that they use it and, and, and interact with it and engage with it. And if they're afraid of it, they don't have to be. <laughs> or, you know, if they're abusing it, maybe they can, like, you know, calm down. Calm down a little bit. <laughs> Not you know do that. That. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all in love. I, I, I also feel obligated to kind of... Um, preface this conversation by saying we're not here to let me see how I want to say this (laughs) okay I know how to say it (laughs) all right I'm gonna let you have it you with your homegirls right okay her weave is like slipping a little bit or maybe it's not weave maybe her bun maybe a bobby pin popped in her bun and she you know her bun's starting to fall a little bit right you are supposed to hook your homegirl up. Her tag's hanging out of her dress. You go and you fix it for her and tuck it back in. She got them little hangy um, bra strap things hanging out. You got to go fix them. Like all of that is, you know, it's, it's like our obligation as as homegirls. That's like the silent code. You know what I'm saying? And so therefore, it's the same thing with this makeup, do's, don'ts, and don't the hell evers. We just out here speaking out of love. We just want to make sure that y'all are not um, having these right. makeup faux pas so, or destroying your faces. Did you watch? Uh, did you watch The Housewives this week? I did not because it's okay. been boring me so much that I tuned out. Should I tune back in? I mean, you could. I mean, it's not. It's not like riveting by any stretch. I mean, but it. It is. I mean, I feel like I understand why you were bored by it, but um, I think it is coming back. Nini and Portia got into a little uh, squabble on this week's episode and Nini was arguing with her and as she was arguing, she had a bun on the top of her head and it was falling down. Yes, and Marlo fixed so, it. And Marlo was fixing it while she was talking. And it was not in a like, girl, she wasn't like, girl, you so stupid for having this bun up here falling apart. Mm-hmm. She just quietly saw an issue <laughs> and brought it to her attention. That's was it. like, girl, let me help you. Let me get you together. So that's what we're trying to do. Consider us the Marlowe. We, we are the Marlowe's. We're here to just offer some sage words of encouragement and to just give you some things to consider as you make your choices when it comes down to the makeup that you choose to wear or, you know, the things that you choose to do. So again, I don't want y'all to jump, um, jump into the comments 
with all of the shaming kind of rhetoric. This is not about shaming you. Nobody's saying that you're dumb as hell for doing the things that you're doing. <laughs> um, I feel like with makeup, you are entitled to make your own choices and do whatever you want to do. Um, and just like that, you have that same freedom and, and you're liberated to do that as a person. I want you to know that we as consumers, <laughs> we as individuals who are, um, have to, you know, who engage with you, we have a right to have an opinion about uh, whatever you choose to do. Not saying that our opinion has any carries any real weight or should influence your choices. These are just our opinions. So I'm not saying that all I'm not here to say that everybody got to do their makeup like me. I'm not saying that I know how to do makeup the only way and I'm the best makeup artist or makeup enthusiast that's out there. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that there are certain things that I see that confuse me or certain things that I see that, uh, you know, I think, you know, could be done differently. And I I have the right to say that. Um, just like you have the right to ignore it if you disagree. Okay. <laughs> God bless your hearts. So we'll jump. And I think it'll be fun because Kia and I are actually very different when it comes to makeup. Why do you say that? Just let's. I say it. I say I I say it in a positive way because I think it's just coming from like you said you're a makeup enthusiast and I think that that's dope. I am a makeup um not a virgin I guess but I I, I don't have the same knowledge that you have when it comes to makeup. So I think to come from some different angles would be fun. Indeed. And I think that that is one of the great things about makeup is that you know, there are so many levels to a beautiful look. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, there is, like, beat to capacity, like, casket beat. Yeah. There is, like, which that, no, there's really that level of beat, when, when, which can look really good. And then there's, like, no makeup makeup, which can also look really good. Um, and then there's just kind of, like, you know, um, in the in-between. So anywhere in-between along that continuum, you know, there are levels to it and you don't have to do like, so if I decide that in order, like, you know, if I like to have a fuller, a fuller beat, meaning more steps, meaning more product, um, doesn't make me any more or less beautiful than you or any more or less appealing or any more or less right or wrong. It's just, you know, what I think works for me or for the situation or for the day or whatever. So that's the thing. Like there's no... You can literally do what you want. There's no hard and um, fast rules. No hard and fast rules, but there are things that you should think about um, when you do some of the things that you do. I mean, just kind of thinking more broadly around, thinking um, conceptually about like, you know, how you engage with makeup um, and so forth and so on. So I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Uh, so along those lines, I think social media often, especially when we get to arguing on Twitter, um, we often divide ourselves into like us versus them. So oftentimes you'll find the debate between the beat faces versus the bare faces. Mm -hmm. So you have the girls who are like, no makeup, no filter, hashtag, no filter, no makeup, hashtag face, hashtag, she don't need no makeup, hashtag, hashtag uh, natural beauty, hashtag, you know, all of that. And then you have the girls who are, you know, filtered, Hashtag highlight, hashtag down. contour, like, hashtag, hashtag everything, hashtag, hashtag 
All of vlogger, yeah. Hashtag yes. beauty vlogger. Anastasia Beverly Hills. <laughs> hashtag beauty blender. <laughs> hashtag makeup forever. Hashtag HD. Hashtag all of that. So why is it that, you know, we always like, I mean, I just wanted to just have a conversation around like why you think, why is it that we can never just kind of exist or agree to disagree? Like, why does it always have to be one is better than the other? Like, why is it? We, why do we why do we do that? I, I think people do that out of insecurity because I think it's dumb as hell. Um, I like I said, you're a makeup enthusiast. I'm not. I like to use makeup to enhance what I have when I can. You know what I'm saying? I've learned the few little things that work for me. And I'm cool with like a natural look. I also super appreciate when I see a photo of Kia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With a gorgeous beat and a blue lip. I can't wear a blue <laughs> lip. I look stupid. Yes, you can. But you know, that's cool. And I probably won't. <laughs> but <laughs> I think you look amazing when you do it. And I don't understand why people... I, I truly don't understand why there has to be a divide. I actually think that we need to, uh, like like we said, like as homegirls, be the Marlows. You know what I'm saying? If you see something that looks crazy, but if you see somebody who's out here just because they're different than you, celebrate that. You know what I'm saying? Look at the beauty in that. Be like, damn, that girl knew how to do her face like that. She know how to make her face look like, mm, look like something. You know what I'm saying? Like, celebrate that and that's what I, I don't understand why there's a divide where there needs to be a divide are the niggas who have opinions those are the <laughs> ones who make me sick I saw a whole slew of niggas talking you know they got all the memes that talk about you got to take a bitch swimming before you take her on a date and stuff like that because people are out here fooling people and I have seen videos where it looks like a completely different person I will say that. However, I've seen that. But I've also seen, like, I have Kia. Kia's a beautiful woman. And then when you see Kia with a beat face, it's like, damn, Kia's a beautiful woman with a beat-ass face. And her <laughs> face holds makeup really well. And she that knows how sense. to highlight her features in the best way possible. And I don't see why we can't come together and celebrate that. Um, and I think that's something that we need to do better um, is to celebrate one another. And, you know, in our differences, but again, it's it's generally niggas who have the raggedy ass opinions about makeup who who we really need to be fighting. Um, Those are the ones that we need to I band agree. together against. I mean, you know, I think I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I would I, I hate to see I hate to see women fighting each other about like this. Um because I think that if I I really wish that we could just come to uh, terms with the fact like if we could just learn how to just agree to disagree like it doesn't have to be all of that like you know what I'm it, it does not have to be all, all of that. that like it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't and um, I understand it doesn't. I don't know if it's social media that makes people feel like they have to get on these kind of campaigns um, where they champagne well not even champagne but they shame <laughs> where they shame the the you know <laughs> I don't even want to say opposing but you know what I'm saying? It's just like the difference. So you know what I'm saying? Like I like the differences. Like tall. Like okay, mm -hmm. I don't. When I get on, like okay, I'm gonna give you an example. Like when I when I stand up with the team Amazon. You know, when I you know talk to my other talls out there, it's always every single time. It's always a woman who is shorter or of average height or whatever, who's 
got to come. I mean, and vice versa. I mean, so I'm sure when the short when the short women come and celebrate themselves, the talls are like, oh, y'all get this and this and that. So I just, you know, I just think it's I don't know what makes us feel like we have to uh like why why we can't just both coexist. Like we don't have to big up. Like bigging up ourselves does not mean that we downplay that we downplay another. I know. Short girls. Oh, look at you. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know why short girls be out here okay. hating on us. Okay, sis. Whatever I you just want. Don't get that's it. Fine. <laughs> but no, I think that that's where we need to get into the conversation of celebrating not only ourselves, but celebrating one another and really celebrating each other's differences. And you can't be out here talking, you know, advocating for trans people and, and um, you know, equality and LGBTQ. Um, I, I think I'm missing one. Um, but you can't be out here doing that, and then you're out here shaming your fellow, you know, your 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 black your, your black sisters right here because one of them got a beat face on. Like that's not right. Just because you choose not to wear makeup doesn't make somebody else, you know. I don't know. Some people just like makeup. Like they don't. They're not necessarily wearing makeup because they feel like they're hiding something. And I don't know why we feel like we have to shame that. Right. That was that's one what. of the things I wanted to say. Is like you know. Why is you know there's the a lot of people assume that if if you wear makeup and wear a lot of makeup it's because you you don't like the way that you look you're trying to change you're trying to cover up yourself um, and that's not necessarily the truth um, and just like I would argue that just because you are out here you know rocking your fresh face with reckless abandon that doesn't mean that you have the highest of self esteems and that you love every aspect of yourself like. Um, I think it's it's good for us to just kind of, you know, just especially if you have to call it out. We don't have to announce everything, but um, right, all the time. But I mean, hashtag no. Filter, I don't know what that's all. And I, I mean, I'm not saying that as if I've never done it because I have definitely hit the hashtags myself. But I'm just I'm more <laughs> so questioning like why do we feel like we have to, you know, qualify our behavior in this way. And what that means, like the girls who use filters versus the girls who don't like no filter. And <laughs> and then we shame in the girls who use filters like, oh, my gosh, you always got that like uh, the thought filter or we call it like, you know, the, the filter with the flowers. Everybody was calling that oh, the yeah. thought filter, the the dog filter, you know, like we always we're just throwing it, That's the thought shaming, filter, the dog filter. shaming the filter <laughs> usage when I'm just like, you know, if I use a filter, it doesn't mean I hate my face. But if this filter, you know, addresses it's my little, you know what I'm use. saying? Dresses my bag. I'm going to use her. You know what I'm saying? Why not? <laughs> what's she there Listen, for? Like, so what's it to you? And then um, when I don't have time <laughs> or when I don't feel like it, I don't have a problem with getting on the gram or on a Snapchat with a dry face. Because I've done it before. Y'all know that. Um, but I don't know. Why do we have to, why do we have to kind of, you know, be so divisive in those ways? Um I think I think it's all insecurity with self, honestly. I do. I think that's where it all stems back to. It's something you don't like about yourself where you feel like you gotta hate on the next on the next person. And that's that's something you need to change within yourself because people are still gonna be out here beating their faces and there's gonna be people like myself who are gonna be right on the sidelines cheering you right on. True indeed. I think it's another conversation that we say for another day, like whether or not critique is evidence of kind of like, you know, like if someone is super critical of others, does that reflect that they're super critical of themselves? Um, 
Yeah, we're gonna yeah, hold that. Because I, I totally that. feel like that's a, a juicy conversation. I would like to ask, mm. like, you know, do you think that there are connotations to certain things? Like, do you think that um, I mean this might be an obvious question, but I'm I'm more so thinking along the lines of like what it means to be made up in certain spaces. Um, I know professionally speaking, in, especially in certain male-dominated fields or in even even fields that have uh, kind of conservative standards of dress. I'm thinking about like lawyers specifically or, uh, you know, where, you know, when you're going into the courtroom, you have to look a certain kind of way when you appear before the judge or when you're hearing a case or trying, um, you know, you know, have a, a case or whatever. Um, so what... I guess I'm thinking I'm thinking along those terms, like, is makeup welcome in every profession? And, like, what are, do you think that, you know, is is that a good or bad thing? Like, um, the standard, uh, you know, yeah, I guess we'll stop right there. I guess, is it welcome in every profession? Probably. I'm sure there are certain professions where people would be like, well, why? Like, doctors, for instance. Well, why do you have a right. big face? But maybe somebody just felt like beating their face before they came to work. That's what makes them feel better about themselves. Um, I right. think when it comes to what you were saying about male-dominated um, industries, which is most, that can go either way. Because right. we were speaking about this earlier, about how a woman might dumb herself down or be a little frumpier in an environment to be taken more seriously. But then... Because it seems like a lot of men, you know, they, they can be very chauvinistic. They can have really misogynistic views um, in thinking that a woman has to be like, I know I've seen with like with men in the workplace where like you can't say stuff like that to women where a woman might not have a full face of makeup and a man might say, oh, are you sick? Like, are you not feeling well today? Right. And I think that that is complete trash. And I don't know if that's necessarily answering the question. <laughs> No, no. I mean, I think, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely getting at in terms of, I'm thinking like some of, like, I, I know that in many cases, having a full face, like showing up in a red lip and a lash has, has a connotation in certain. A red lip always has a certain, has a certain connotation, I feel like. Yeah. And I mean, I think that I could definitely see a woman shying away from that uh, to kind of keep from people making certain assumptions about right. her. So like if I work and if I'm a scientist and I work in a lab with all men, would I feel comfortable to kind of go in there beat down? Uh, right. What would, would I, would I think twice about that in terms of like me coming in there totally made up and th- would, does that compromise, you know, do, do, does it make them think that I'm, right. you know, less of a scientist or that the quality of my work is less or that I'm not as serious about my science as, as they are. Uh, like I, I'm, that's what I think along those, mm-hmm. those are some of the things and standards about makeup and conversations about makeup that I think we should be having versus talking about, uh, you know, shaming people and, and, you know, telling people that they should or should not wear it, you know, just kind of like for personal preferences. But I think we should challenge some of the ways that women are viewed. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, in, in in places and why and what those some coming what you know what those things are kind of rooted in uh, systemically and structurally and what can we do uh, as women how can we change it how can we change the narrative how can we challenge it how can we push back in productive ways I think I I would like to, to you know get into some of the meat of that 
I, um, when we talking about makeup do's and don'ts, we will definitely get to kind of like the more practical kind of everyday. This is you know makeup application stuff, but I would like for us to get it to have a absolutely. conversation um, about some of that stuff uh, maybe later. So I would love for you guys to weigh in as list as listeners. Send us a tweet, send us an email, mm-hmm. and you know weigh in. Let us know if you're if you work. You know how does makeup kind of factor into your your work life? Right. Uh, does it? Is it a conversation? Do you have male or female supervisors who have said something to you about your about your makeup? Um, do you agree with the standards that are placed upon you? I I would like to kind of get at some of that stuff eventually. I um to touch on it because I, I I think that would be a really great conversation to touch on it though, uh, and to dig a little and you know to get a little into what you are asking. I do think when you put it into context, such as environments like. Uh, maybe a science lab, you know, even though it might seem extreme, or, you know, a science lab or an attorney's office or somewhere along those lines. I know a lot of times a woman who's viewed as somebody who where you know, where she might she might give herself like a, a, a face for the day. She might be viewed as even a quote unquote bimbo. You know what I'm saying? Or simple minded. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not as smart as somebody who comes in a little plain because you care about your appearance. And I think that that's problematic that somebody who 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 does have a place you know somewhat of an importance on how they are presented to the world maybe she in, just enjoys putting on a little makeup for the day right. but why does that have to play into her her performance in the workplace so yeah i think that would be a really great conversation to have totally especially you know you know as someone who is an academic and kind of navigating academic spaces i can kind of speak to i can want to say kind of but i can definitely speak to um being questioned about different choices that i've made um about you know my hair or my makeup that had nothing and you know feeling feeling like people have made um or quick you know judged me or made assumptions about me based upon you know the way that I look. So if I go, if I show up to the conference, there were a few years. Well, when I was in um, my second or third year, I had short hair, like a which fade. changed the color, like changed the style literally once a week. So like whatever, whatever I wanted to do, I was doing it. Cause I felt like I was a student. Wasn't going to be long that I was going to have this period in my life where I could literally do whatever I wanted. Um, and, and I, I didn't have to subscribe to kind of like, standards from like eight from the human resources perspective like I didn't have anybody over me telling me that I could not do xyz so if I wanted to have blue bangs one week I did yep um if I wanted it to be blonde it was (laughs) or you know if I wanted to you know wear a dark lip uh at 9 a.m it was my business if I wanted to be lashed you know so those are the kinds of things that I did and I can definitely say you know me going to the conference you know with pink hair. With pink hair and with long nails and with, you know, um, lashes and glossy lips. I definitely feel like, I mean, I, I definitely can clear that people had expectations of me, <laughs> uh, you know, based upon how I looked. And I was confronted with the choice of like, okay, so do I do the safer thing or do I, you know, continue to do what I want? And... You know, that was definitely something that I had to negotiate and talked with, with talked about with some of my mentors to just kind of figure out what that was. Thankfully, I was surrounded by other black women who were comfortable and secure and um, secure enough to empower me and motivate me to just kind of say, you can always be yourself in every space 
And the answer to all of the negativity that you will get as a result of your appearance, you know, you confront that by just doing amazing work. Because can't nobody argue with the fact that, your, right. you know, your work is what it is. You will definitely, you know, if they have something to say about the girl with the long red nails, they'll have to say it, you know, while right. they, you know, <laughs> citing you. <laughs> While they're citing, you know what I'm saying? While while they're citing your publications and coming to your talks, just make sure that your work, you know what I'm saying? And my even my supervisor now says, Hey girl, if you're gonna be in here with your funky natural haircut and these and these long nails with the rhinestones on them, I need you to make sure that you be in here typing fast and making these reports sing. So that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think we'll I don't want to. I don't want to beat this horse to death, but I think it'll be an interesting mm-hmm. conversation for us to have. Now I kind of turn it. To a little bit to make it a little bit lighter and talk about uh, some of these do's and don'ts. What we did was we reached out to some of our friends and makeup artists, other makeup enthusiasts, and we reached out to some of you via Twitter to just kind of see what your favorite and not so favorite beauty trends and makeup techniques are, and just the do's and don'ts, the things that we're kind of sick of seeing in terms of beauty trends. So um, we'll get into that. But before we do that, I want to ask you, sis. What's one makeup item or makeup tool that you cannot live without? If you had one makeup tool that you can only use for the rest of your life, like you only your makeup bag is going in the garbage, but you get to keep this one thing, what is that and why? Gosh, that's really hard. Isn't it hard? So a BB cream would really be super sufficient in giving me some kind of color. However, (laughs) I feel like, I feel like, uh, oh, damn, that's, oh, damn. Um, probably, I guess some, uh, probably some mascara. Really? I would guess so, because I'm trying to think of anything else. Like if I kept like a BB cream for some sort of moisture and a little bit of tint, my eyelashes are still going to look ashy. You know what I'm saying? I can't keep highlighter around if I don't have, you know, this to go along with it. And I feel, so it's either between mascara or like the little shit that I put on my eyebrows. I call it eyebrow mascara. But, you know, it shape, does a little shape for my eyebrow. I'm not one of those people who likes to draw my eyebrows in. Like, I have eyebrows, but I like to just make sure that they're neat. So I use a little eyebrow mascara. Um, so it's either between that or eye mascara. So <laughs> I think that both of those are mascara, but you just use them for different purposes. No, you know what I'm talking brow about? Gel the little brow gel is just joint. mascara. No, you know. So okay, brow gel yeah. or mascara. But you could usually, like, because if yeah. you get a clear mascara, you could use that on your brows. <laughs> you can. And I, I actually used a clear mascara when I was younger when, like, the only thing I would put on would be lip gloss right. and clear mascara. All right. Well, so what's your one item that you would not be able to live without? Um, I think my one item that I would never, ever be able to live without um, is uh, false lashes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, lashes do make a face. And now, I mean, I, 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 for the last year or so, I've been wearing the eyelash extensions. Not like crazy caterpillar lady lash extensions, but no, I no, not at all. I go and get my lashes done like once a month, pretty much once a month, once every four or five weeks. Um, and I now don't feel like I can look at myself without <laughs> with without them. <laughs> Um, so like literally like I don't have anything on my face right like I literally lived my whole life today without anything any makeup on just chapstick and my eyelash extensions 
And yeah, like <laughs> I feel like I can face the world in a lash, but without them, I don't You'd know. You'd be feeling bald. Yeah, bald-headed. yeah. Out here with these bald-headed lashes, I don't know. But my That's lashes, are, my natural lashes are I mean, not real. long. I mean, are not short. Like I don't have stingy natural lashes. Um, no, but you've gotten so used yeah, to yourself. Yeah, but with I've been wearing false lashes for luxurious so Pepper Le Pew eyelashes. Right? So now I can't imagine <laughs> myself with my my own lashes make me feel like totally inadequate. Inac- uh, but that's totally that's what people tell me about weave. Really? They'd be like, or or even when I take my braids out, like I I clearly am like not like I'm not lacking for hair, and I actually sit here and will chop my hair in my bed myself, but um. But yeah, like when you take braids or like twists out, I be feeling mad ball headed after after oh, a minute. Well, yeah. when I take, I up. get that, and then it comes back to normal. But like for a second, I'd be like, "Damn, I ain't got no hair." Yeah, <laughs> just ball headed. Um, ball headed, scallywag. Indeed. Okay, so eyebrow gel and lashes. Yes, I'd be interested to know what the listeners say. I kind of feel like everybody's gonna fall in those in those two categories, though. So. Because like I do feel that I mean brows are so important and I feel like lashes are now a thing. But I would be interested to know what you guys would say. So yeah, let us know what your um must have beauty beauty product, beauty item, makeup item is. Um I'll be interested to know that. But let's get into these do's and don'ts, shall we? Yes. I'm excited. Um so yeah, we asked a bunch of people. I've kind of organized the do's and don'ts according to who said what so we're just going to kind of read through them and just go from there so the first person that we asked was our good sis nikki yes and the fun thing about so so we'll also have the information in the description box but nikki we featured her a shout out to my sis canvas mua in houston texas and the fun thing about this episode is if you are in the houston area for the holiday season you can hit up Nikki if you you if you mention getting grown, you will get fifteen dollars off your in studio session. So make sure you guys are if you're in the Houston area, you're looking for a face for your holiday parties, your events, or whatever is coming up. Or if you just feel like feeling extra special for a day, hit up Nikki. Um, all of her information will be in the description box and you will get $15 off for mentioning getting grown. Come on with these coupons. We got you on the holiday beat. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So Nikki says, uh, so I guess the first, the first two of uh, Nikki's dues kind of fall along the lines of foundation. Um, the first one being, uh, stay within the two shade range rule. So when it comes mm-hmm. to foundation, um, when picking your shades for your found, well, your foundation should match your skin. Like that's the number one Always. rule. That's the, uh, that's the point. number one do is that it must match your skin. But when it comes to highlighting and contouring, you want to stay within the two shade range rule. So your highlighter is not to be any more than two shades lighter, and your contour is not to be any more than two shades darker. So mm-hmm. a lot of times when the girls go crazy. <laughs> And, you know, this is where we fall off the wagon is that we try to use other people's uh, other people's con- concealers and contours and be out here Ugh. looking strong and wrong. Um, so I can't use Kia's contour palette. That's right. And I could never, ever use Jade's anything. <laughs> Both of us will look like Harley Quinn. 
<laughs> never. I could never ever. But I mean, these are just the facts. like the Joker's counterpart. This is just crazy. Like, I mean, I just, I mean, these, it's sad that we have to say these things, but these are the dudes. Okay. Um, if you follow Around the Way Curls, sorry, tangent. Okay. If you follow Around the Way Curls, um, it's kind of the same thing with Shanti and Antoinette. Shanti is, 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 has a, like a copperish brown skin and Antoinette is pasty pale white just like myself <laughs> and so they played around with Antoinette's concealer and put it on Shanti's face and decorated it like Beyonce in the sorry video <laughs> that is the only way in which you can share Aww. colors if you are not the same that's fun don't you just love it it was, it was fun yeah it was fun. uh blend your face with your neck okay it's really important that you blend your Please. your blend your blend your foundation into your neck. Uh, someone I wrote it down here in the notes. Someone, as far as the don'ts, someone said. Um, uh, her, her name is at I've been sorry at A B N S A R E. Streaky coverage face to when your face to neck doesn't remotely match. So you be out here looking like peanut butter on chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be out here looking, looking like a Reese's like cup. cup, girl. We don't have <laughs> like time for that. That's not what we want. <laughs> not at all what we need. Okay. No. Um. So yeah. Um. I think that's those are the dudes as far as, far as uh, skin. Um. I also reached out to Allison Facts Beauty. I also leave her information in uh the description. She is a DMV based uh makeup artist. Super talented. I got a chance to meet her. Um, at some classes that I took and uh, we've become good makeup buddies. Uh, she said, for all women, especially women of color, make sure that you learn your undertones. It's, an essential, it's essential to getting the perfect match and skin-like finish because what we want with foundation is for your face to always look like skin. Like, skin is the goal. It's got to look like skin. Not a mask. Not a mask. It shouldn't be anything other... Shouldn't look like anything other than skin. Um, you've got to learn your undertones. You're either warm or cool. Your in- undertones are either warmer, redder, more orangey, more peachy, um, or uh, they're either, you know, golden. And a way Hello. for you to check um, and find out what your undertones is, is you can kind of look look into, look into in your chest, look along your decolletage, look at your skin. Did you, do you give, uh, you know, is there more of a golden undertone to your skin or is it more red-based? Or orange based. Um, the easiest way to determine that is to look in your chest for hints of gold or hints of red. Um, I don't have no gold. I'm just like the color of the inside of a banana. So you're like super neutral. Like <laughs> you're not the color <laughs> of the inside of a banana. <laughs> I am. <laughs> like the actual banana, not the peel. No, the you're, not. You're, not. <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're <laughs> You actually have a very like your face. You you have a very peachy tone to your face, especially oh, in the middle. Sis. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I'm warmish, cool. No, like you're warm. Like you you have like a real peachy. Like you're peach. You're not. You're not a yellow. You're not a yellow girl. I mean, you are a yellow girl, but your undertone is not yellow. Um, that makes me feel good. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I could help you out there, sis. Um. So yeah. Uh, Legally Beat is a very, very popular, very successful makeup artist, uh, also based here in the um, DMV. She says the do uh, for skin is always going to be bronzed skin, like glowing skin. Um, the difference mm. here is like bronze just does not mean like super crazy Nipsey Russell highlight. Like you don't, you should look, look like a disco ball. 
but it's, no. you know, looking sun kissed, like, you know, color beaming, glowing from within, not fresh dew. Indeed. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think those are the dudes that relate to face, like makeup, like, like foundation. Um, but underneath that foundation, if I may throw some in there, mm-hmm. start with a fresh face. Start with a clean face. You want a hashtag fresh face something? Start <laughs> with a clean face before you put some makeup yeah, on that it. Was one, don't be nasty. That's one of the don'ts, yes. <laughs> oh, A major oh, okay. don't is do not put makeup on a face that you've not washed. And it's terrible that we have mm-hmm. to say that to grown people. But here we are. Um, I would also add to that as a caveat is like, you should always, always, as much money as you invest in your makeup, you should invest in your skincare. Mm. Uh, makeup is not a, um, a Band-Aid that you can use to just cover up no. unhealthy, damaged, inflamed skin. Um, Gross. Whatever your skin issues are, you should make your priorities to address those um, and quickly. Um, because, you know, the beauty, like beautiful makeup, is make like uh, makeup is enhanced. I shouldn't say just like makeup enhances skin. Uh, you know, your uh make makeup enhances your natural look. Like your natural look enhances the makeup. If that makes sense, like you know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. Um, so it's a it's a two way street out here. So do do wash your skin and do moisturize your skin before yeah, that's, you put on makeup. Absolutely. Um, another do uh, is oh that was actually that's a great caveat to Allison's other tip. Don't forget about skin prep. Make sure you know your skin before adding foundation. Glowy makeup is the huge trend during the holidays and summer months. Um, if you're super oily, make sure that you have a mattifier before your uh, before you add your foundation and try to stay away from super glowy products like shimmery setting sprays or glowy skin mm-hmm. primers because that's just going to exacerbate you know uh, you getting oily and shiny. Um, but yeah, knowing your skin, knowing your skin type, if you need to go to, sometimes you can go to a makeup counter, but I mean, if you can Mm -hmm. try to get to a esthetician, um, or dermatologist and, you know, asking what your, uh, what kind of skin you have. A lot of times we, all of us be out here guessing because we don't really know, um, you know, my skin is normal to dry and it's like, no girl, it's not. Um, so, uh, at all, actually. Yeah, like get um get some help if you can just to learn what your what your skin needs because then you'll you'll be able to figure out how best to um you know buy products that you need to enhance enhance it. Um, and as a little bonus, Nikki offered a um a little tip. She said for for girls with oily skin, um, as a nice light moisturizer before you put on a face, it's the Simple brand. Uh, it's called Simple. It's a drugstore protecting moisture. Yep, it's a drugstore brand. Um, simple protecting moisturizer with SPF 15 for sensitive skin because um, if it has too much SPF in it, it can you can get that's where you get that white shine uh, when you take pictures. And so she said that's a really good uh, light moisturizer for those with oily skin that you can use as a nice starter before you put your foundation or your primer on. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to move into eyes and eyeliner. Um, Nikki has a mm-hmm. tip. Trace out your wing, like, you know, black. So, like, Legally Beats uh, do was always, like, really pretty, really sharp 
winged liner. I think winged liner is a super popular trend. The key to winged liner is that all wings are not created equal. You really have to know mm. the shape of your eye. It's like the wing that's going to work on my eye is not the wing that's going to work on Jade's eye. So it's really about learning the shape of your eye, uh, whether or not you have a hooded lid, how big your eyes are, you know, how wide your eyes are apart, um, how long or, you know, how thick or thin your wing needs to be. All these things you kind of kind of like got to play around with and find the right one. Um, and it takes time. So don't just, you know, don't get frustrated. Try things. Try them again. Nikki had a great tip for tracing out your wing with black eyeshadow first. Mm-hmm. Once you get the shape right, you can go back with liquid or a pencil liner. Um, because if you mess up, you can just literally brush it away. Um, and it's a lot easier to clean up than if you were to go right in with a, a pencil liner or a gel liner or a liquid liner. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think we're going to go move on into uh, highlighting and contouring. So... Don't blend your, uh, uh, be sure to blend your contour. Like contouring is, okay. Highlighting and contour is to bring dimension back into a face that you've painted one color. So like foundation is your skin color. When you paint your face, when you put your foundation on, you're literally just making your face one dimensional. You have to Mm -hmm. contour and highlight in order to add the natural dimension that your face naturally has uh, back into your face. We're not out here trying to create something out of nothing. (laughs) We're not trying to change the actual appearance of our face or our bone structure, mm-hmm. but we're actually just restoring or putting back uh, what the, the one-dimensional foundation uh, took away. So when you're blending your contour out, literally around the perimeter of your face, in the hollows of your cheeks, um, you know, down the sides of your nose, make sure that you're blending that contour into your hairline. Um, again, if you don't do that, you'd be out here looking like Harley Quinn. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Two-tone. Two-tone. Okay? Just be very careful. Um, Also, it's so crucial and critical that you blend out your contour. One of the tweets that we got, you know, someone was talking about deep, dirty-looking contours. The girls be out here with contusions, (laughs) looking like (laughs) bruised, bruises. bruises. (laughs) You have got, like, first of all, it's too dark. Secondly... When you put that joint on, when you draw that line on your face, you have got to blend like nobody's business because you have to have seamless transition from one shade to another. Like, mm-hmm. when on, look at your face naturally with no makeup on. You will see where there are lighter and darker areas. And when you put your makeup on, it, you are trying your best to mimic those lighter and darker areas. Uh, the same goes for highlighting. The same goes for blush. Nikki says, do blend your blush all the way in. Unless you want to be out here looking like Raggedy Ann. And black women really don't have rosy cheeks like that. (laughs) We don't give Mrs. Claus under under most circumstances. Now, some of you may be out here with the rosy cheek situation. And if that be the case, then I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to most of most black women who I've known and come across in my life. You know, the color that we add back into our faces is not like the color that, you know, uh, women of other complexions, other cultures, other backgrounds add into their faces. So whatever you do, you want to blend it out, no matter what mm-hmm. color color you put. I think we're going to move into eyeliner. No, we did talk about eyeliner already. Oh, use the right eyeliner also. You know, your eyeliner should match the shade of your eyes. So if your, you know, if your eyes are 
you know, lighter eyes. You may or may not need a black eyeliner. You might be able to get away with a darker brown. You know, um, yep. and using black eyeliner, you know, can you know, it can be a little hard, really intense, and give you that raccoon kind of quality if uh, if you um, are not careful. Um, one good t- one good thing that Nikki and I discussed when it came to that because my mom has green eyes, so she uses a green like a hunter greenish eyeliner, which doesn't come across as you know some funny looking green on her face it complements her eyes because she feels like black eyeliner can be harsh nikki mentioned that black liner can also make a lighter eye pop mm-hmm. but you have to have a full face on she's like you can't just be out here with a naked face and put on a yeah, black liner there are rules with a light that's eye. one of my there's rules that's one too. of my don't the hell ever's the girls who are out here yeah. just picking one thing to do <laughs> especially yeah. bold things like you know like black liner is bold Red lips yes. are bold. Blue yes. lips are bold. Um, yes. And like, especially crazy long eyelashes are super bold. Um, mm. So my my natural, eye, my eyelash extensions, I go for a more natural extension look. I'm not out here giving the girls a full editorial lash in my everyday because I know that when I don't have a full face on, I'm still going to have to have these lashes on. So that being said, you know, don't think, think twice about doing more dramatic things on, you know, on the days where you don't have a lot of makeup on. So if I were not to wear, if I were not wearing um, any makeup, but I wanted to put on eyeliner with my lashes, I might not reach for a black eyeliner. I may want to do a darker brown um, because that's less intense um, and less evening and more daytime and more suitable for the fact that I don't have anything else on my face. (laughs) um yeah uh the other do's and don'ts we're gonna spend a lot of time now on eyebrows because that came up over and over over again on the tweet um when we talked about makeup don't the hell ever everyone okay the first one you know lots of people said you know big eyebrows extra dark eyebrows sharpie eyebrows halo brows the boosy fade on the eyebrows and the front of the eyebrows. McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's Arch, Louis, all of these things. We just got to talk about brows, ladies. Can I do one first? Go for it. Don't the hell ever try to create a shape <laughs> that does not exist on your face with your eyebrows. Don't That's- draw. try to draw some shit. If your eyebrows are more circular then you need to work with that. If your eyebrows tend to go more straight across, you need to work with that. But don't try to make some shit out of some shit that ain't there. Agreed. I couldn't <laughs> have said it better. Like, uh, every, all, everything about makeup is like going with the grain. Like, yeah, like it's all about enhancing what you have and working with what you have. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> eyebrows are one of those things. It's just like you get what you get. Um, a lot of times, you can train and manipulate. If you work with someone um, who is skilled and trained and trained and skilled, you know, getting, getting, <laughs> you know, maintaining and, you know, shaping your eyebrows and working with a professional, then perhaps you can. I have, you know, been able to train my eyebrows to do what I want them to do because that's I, not what we're talking about. I do everything, you know, I do this. I have a routine. My brows know what time it is, you know? <laughs> so, um, but I've also worked with, you know, I go professional, prim, you know, I work with professionals um, in order print beauty studio on Georgia Avenue in the DMV. 
Nikki specializes in brows. Like she worked with my brows to get them where they are, um, largely by just leaving them alone, figuring out what it is that they do naturally, and then working with them in order mm-hmm. to uh, get them to a place where, you know, you know, we can maintain them. Um, but it's not about like, and I know that everybody, you know, some brows are more unruly than others, but still mm-hmm. it is all about um, going with the grain, figuring out what your brows do and trying to work with them. Because you do, you get a lot farther trying to negotiate with them than to just trying to be, to bogart them and make them, right. and just and do, them doing do your own thing. Not, not That's, they will not, they will not, they will <laughs> It just won't work out for you. Your brows are supposed to shape your face. And if you change all of that, you're literally running the risk of changing your changing whole situation. Changing your face and looking like an asshole. It's just not, it's just, it's, it's you know, dangerous. It's dangerous. Do match your, if you're going to fill your eyebrows in, make sure it matches your hair. Unless oh, yeah. you have, unless you have like blonde hair, that's weird to have blonde eyebrows. Like I get it having brown eyebrows, but if you have like reddish hair, then use some sort of reddish what eyebrow gel or a blend of an eyeshadow and whatever else that you figure out. It doesn't Just have to be matchy matchy, but in the no. same same family, family. same <laughs> same family. Yes, like don't have black eyebrows and blonde hair. That shit's gonna look nuts. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, do not or don't that. Okay, so halo brows for those of you who don't know. When you conceal your brows after you fill them in, when you conceal them to define them, oftentimes people fall into the terrible habit of using concealer again that is too light. So the halo brows, like you put concealer underneath and over your brow, and it's the concealer is too light. Now mm-hmm. it looks like your brows are floating in the mix of your forehead <laughs> like an angel or something. We don't want that either. That's not what you want. If you're going to put concealer on the top of your brow, it's all, and for many of us, that's not really even necessary. But if you're going to do that, that concealer must be an exact match to your foundation. So, so as a a makeup ignorant, (laughs) you can um, say a novice. How about you say that? There we go. There's my words. (laughs) Novice. Makeup novice. Um, I have always been under the impression that using concealer around your eyebrows was Mm -hmm. if you were not able to go get your eyebrows done. And so therefore you are trying to make them look, you know, like they try to look like something. What other reason would you even need to put concealer around your eyebrows? Well, I mean, it's all about like uh, defining the brow. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, that's real. Okay, I get it. I I tend to do it um, because, you know, brows are like a central part of, like, you know, there are some steps in the makeup process that are not everyday steps. Right. But if I'm going to do a makeup, I'm going to do a brow. <laughs> so. Um, As you should. It always set, like, for me, again, it just kind of sets the brow, move, it, it keeps it from moving or, you know, like, you know how you do your brows in the morning, you look up and then your tails are gone. <laughs> so I don't know. The concealer just kind of acts as a bridge to kind of set the brow, defines it. For me, it just kind of like locks it into place. Got it. Okay. Um, and it's the difference between like, oh, she got her brows done and hey, brows. It's like yes. an emergency break. It's not. <laughs> 
Yeah. It keeps your it keeps your car from rolling down the hill. Okay, that sounds right to me. So, um, there we go. Talk to me in a language that I understand. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that tickled me, child. You took me out. Uh, <laughs> she said, because still it's like a... <laughs> oh, but yeah, we don't talk to... But don't the hell ever do those squ- squiggly brow things. Oh my God, that shit is dumb as hell. It's creepy. <laughs> it's What's the point? Like, for what purpose? And I also saw the video on uh, I Am Zoe's page of that of that uh, girl who's been putting, like, fake eyelashes on her brows. Like, girl, she's just out here trolling the internet. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I just can't. Also, uh, don't put black in your eyebrows. I know that don't some of us feel like uh, because we got black hair, no. we should have black brows. No, like, girl, brown no. Brows. No. Your eyebrows are not, are just, you know, contrary to popular belief, they're not supposed to be super crazy dark. No, they're not. They're not supposed that, to be like that intense. That doesn't look like, that doesn't look good on anybody's face. It doesn't. Anybody. It does not. It That's does one not. of them things. I'm going to judge you and I don't care. It does not. Um, so yeah, brows. I think that's all for brows. Oh yes. No, I take that back. What? These big brows. Now we've talked about these okay. old jet bridge ass brows that y'all like to put on your Yo. faces. There's no reason for your brow. Ring. First of all, if your brow is wider than your thumb, that's a good <laughs> test. Is it? Set because your I thumb. feel like that's. Ex- Let me see. Well, maybe you should. Okay, your ring finger. First of all, it should not. Your brow shouldn't be bigger than none of your fingers. If you sit, if oh, no. if you put your your finger over your brow, we should see no brow outside of your finger. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but some of y'all be out here with these three, three to four inches. lane highway brows. They do be three to four, these Maryland ass highway ass. Man, eyebrows. I mean, just like interstate brows i need your eyebrows to look like a a a street in queens (laughs) too narrow for two lanes but for some reason it is literally like one car getting down both parallel park (laughs) parallel park cars on both sides like just contain they need to be wide enough to be able to have those two cars go but but not too wide not too wide not too too wide um let's get into eyelashes since that's your favorite thing okay because i have a grape I have a don't the hell ever. Okay. Don't the hell ever take them. Stop putting them fucking them blunt wrappers on your (laughs) eyelashes and calling them eyelashes. Them shits that you buy from the beauty supply store. Swisher sweet. Them swisher sweet pronto (laughs) ass cigarello ass (laughs) eyelashes. Stop Uh, taking these Dutch masters and gluing them to your eyelashes and saying these are eyelashes. This is a strip of one thing. It's very thick and it's not an eyelash. I just feel like eyelashes or whatever you, whatever false, like my false eyelashes, I feel like look like eyelashes. That's and what maybe I'm saying. Some of y'all would, maybe some of y'all would disagree, but I just believe that there should be some level of reality, <laughs> especially I, for the day to day. Now, if you were doing an editorial photo shoot, and the whole thing was avant-garde and you wanted to put these massive lashes on. We should have just put this at the top of the episode. None of this relates to an editorial photo shoot. Right. <laughs> so um, if you have that going on, you know what I'm saying? Then, okay, fine. By all means, 
Get your life. Put a fucking bird of paradise on your Listen. eyelashes. But in everyday life, stop shot. going to the beauty supply store and picking up the cigarillo wrappers <laughs> and putting them on your eyelashes. It doesn't look good. It oh, looks terrible. And I talk about you every time. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, yeah. You're la- just try to be... Like, when you put your lashes on, think, like, you know, could this actually be my lash? Like... <laughs> If there is no possible way that your lash could be grown by a human being, <laughs> then perhaps you might want to consider whether you or just not call the episode enhance. You know what I'm saying? Just let it. You know, whatever you're doing, you just want to bring out. You don't want to distract. Because if you're wearing these, um, you're wearing these peacock feathers on your eyelids, we're not going to be able to see or get into anything else that you have going on in your face. I don't um, want to see that on anything but America's Next Top Model. Help us. Help us, please. Um, also, uh, let's just talk about banana powder right quick. Oh, that's that white shimmery powder that people be sprinkling all over their face like powdered sugar? No. <laughs> what white sprinkling? First of all, banana powder is yellow-based. But what I thought white it was white it? and it goes up under your eyes. Well, it's not supposed to be. Well, I mean, it. well, if it's white, the then it's translucent. It's supposed to be. But... Banana powder. What's the difference? Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So banana powder is is also a translucent powder, but it's got a yellow uh, or more golden kind of tint to it. Um, Mm -hmm. And as such, it really does complement women who have golden undertones. Um, So if your undertones are not golden, then perhaps you might want to uh, use a translucent powder that has a more coral or peachy undertone to it um and they they do exist like there are several of them out there on the market if you have any in, uh if you have specific questions you can send me a tweet i'll be happy to help but um uh yeah so banana powder and it's you know not only is it you know we have to be cautious about whether or not we should use it like whether or not it complements our skin tone we also need to be conscious about the conscious of the way that we use it so there's this trend that i mean i think it's kind of dying down now because i think the whole world has grown weary of the cake fake cake face foundation Mm -hmm. um but you know there was this baking trend where people would literally put this stuff underneath their eye and let it sit there for 5 10 15 20 minutes Um, i would see this baking reference and i don't understand i mean it does give you a very very uh snatched up like matte extra matte i don't think my skin is not matte like it okay whatever i'm not gonna be (laughs) your skin is not matte right no but there are some girls who and guys who like that really super full coverage completely flawless powdery finish so I've seen it where it looks good so let me just shut up in certain in certain you know in certain cases the baking is, you know, that's really kind of just kind of melts the skin. You know, it's supposed to, you're supposed to leave the powder on your face, on your face until it heats up um, through the heat of your body temperature. And it's like melts all of, you know, makes everything all seamless and smooth. Um, but the thing is, we've got that. I have, I have done it before. I don't do it anymore. Why? Okay. Because it's just not practical. <laughs> For me in my life, I'm not speaking for anybody else. Um, 
I think, and that there are levels, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I was doing it, if I was getting super beat down to go to, like, a black tie affair, then, yeah, maybe I would let the under eye powder sit for a right. little while. But if I'm just going to the post office, it's not necessary. It's not necessary. That's um, fair. And, I mean, that's just what it is. Um. So, yeah, uh, I will only have a few more don't the hell ever's. Um, one of those being highlighting the nose oh man highlighting in general highlighting in general i'm gonna let you go first like like, as a as a makeup novice (laughs) (laughs) it looks dumb as hell when your cheeks are like shimmery shiny gold to where you look like the tin man that doesn't look good like these people are out here highlighting for their dear lives it is golden everywhere now there are nice ways i see i have i have fenty highlighter i have a fenty highlighter palette and a fenty highlighter stick and i think they're beautiful when they're used with subtlety when they're overused i look crazy on my cheeks just like that trophy wife we have spoken about this trophy (laughs) wife it is not for everybody stop with the trophy wife (laughs) like you need to make sure that a you know how to use it and i tried to use that shit and it's damn near impossible but it has been done know what you're doing when you highlight that's my thing about highlighting go for it um I uh, well, I also hit. A, I heard from. Um, I reached out to Lo nicely. Um, she's also a very talented DMV based MUA, and she agreed to, uh, you know, uh, give us some um, uh, do's and don'ts. She actually just had one very significant don't, <laughs> and um, that being the over highlighting of the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, highlight is actually the purpose of it. Like I talked about when we talked about the trophy wife. Is to literally mimic where your face, where light naturally hits your face. So right. for many of us, our the tip of our nose is a lighter place on our faces, right? But it's the very tip of our nose, and it's a very subtle highlight. Um, and honestly, the nose is the, is the one gland on the face that produces oil. Even for the girls and boys who have dry skin or normal skin. If they get shiny, they get shiny on their nose. Like your nose naturally mm-hmm. shines. If you have oil, your nose skin, in the middle of your forehead. Exactly. Your your um your nose naturally shines. So this glitter on the nose, literally just you know, I'm not sure makes what you, what the trend. Like in Oz. You know, I think the girl I was saying, I said, you know, it gives the girls want to give uh and then one foggy Christmas Eve tea. <laughs> <laughs> they want to be out here leading <laughs> leading Santa's one horse open sleigh. I just <laughs> like they just be out here trying to just help help Santa navigate the night skies. And um I mean, you just don't have to do it, sis. I mean, just think about it. And also, you have to think a lot of times when we see these pictures, they are photo shoots that are staged with professional lighting and taking with professional cameras. Um, and it's a different look. Um, Professional makeup artist. Exactly. Um, so it is something, and it and it does look great in photos, but in practice, y'all literally just walking around here with glitter on your nose. And the same goes for your Cupid's bow. 
A lot of times we highlight the cheapest bow because it accentuates it and, you know, sets off the lip liner for our liquid lipsticks and all that. I get it. It's all well and fair. But you just have to be really, really, you have to use a really light hand when you apply some of this stuff. Because when you go to TJ Maxx and you've underneath them fluorescent lights, <laughs> it just doesn't translate the way that it translates on your Instagram feeds. I'm just here to tell you. As mm-hmm. just as Marlo, I'm fixing your bun. Right, Let me like fix your bun. <laughs> Let me fix your bun. <laughs> that was the best clip I saw all day. Let me fix your bun, sis. She she fixed that bun with, with so much grace. She literally just crept up, swept it around, and just, tucked it know, in. And she didn't and even disturb back. Nene from nope. reading going off. She was just like, "Let me just fix this." She didn't tap her. No, nonsense. she just fixed it and just kept right on moving. So I'm going to wrap up the do's and don't the hell ever is um, moving on to lips. We have quite a few lips, do's and don't the hell ever. Um, Nikki, so I think the first one is you have to uh, moisturize your lips. You have to treat them. You have to exfoliate them um, because there's absolutely nothing worse than any kind of lip product especially a matte lip product though, whether it be a lipstick or a lip stain or a liquid lipstick, you don't want to put any kind of matte lip, any product over some dry lips. Cause that is just going to be a catastrophe. Like mm. literally it's going to sink into the lines of the lip. It's just not going to be a good look at nasty. all. Um, if you know that you have um, lip issues, cause I mean, some of us, we just do like, it's just a fact of the matter. Um, if you, Know that you have lip issues. Invest in specialized lip treatments. Invest in good old Carmex and Blistics. And for your matte lip, like I cannot wear matte lipsticks without a lip primer. Like even I moisturize and exfoliate my lips. And while I'm doing my foundation, um, I have those treatments on. But right before I get ready to put my lipstick on, I wipe those off. I put on a lip liner before priming, before uh, lining my lips. Um, and I can talk more about what a primer does and why that's uh, more uh, important. Um, but it literally just like sets the stage for the lipstick and like makes it last all day. Just kind of like how you prime your walls before you paint your walls. You've got if you prime your you lips prime before your you paint your lips before you put your foundation on. Absolutely, it just it just makes for better coverage and all day wearability. Um, but other uh, do other uh, don'ts is. Um, Lining your cupid's bow. If you have a cupid's bow, you have to line it. If you do not have a cupid's bow, don't make one. (laughs) That's it. Don't make a cupid's bow. Don't make lips that don't exist. Don't overdraw them. Don't be out here Kylie in your face (laughs) to death. Okay? You weren't born with those lips. God didn't give them to you. You can overdraw them a little bit. I've never, ever had to do that because I wish I could, like, donate at least 40% of my lips. (laughs) But but, uh, for the girls, I think that you can slightly overdraw the lip. Um, But But you can't be creating lips, You cannot be creating lips that you don't have. That's all. Again, this is not an editorial photo shoot, okay? Right. They know how to make a lip. You don't. So don't be out here drawing these lips on your face. You're going to look like Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> you are so stupid. Um, uh, and also, if also stop. Don't underdraw your lips. Mm. Like I had it, you know, somebody pointed out that I did not 
you know, and this was a while ago, whatever, I'd be learning stuff along the way, but I did not take my full line of my lips and like do it the way that, you know, like accentuate them. So don't underdraw your lips the way that you shouldn't overdraw your lips. Agreed, honey. Um, and I think that, I think that wraps it up. Other don'ts, uh, like just regular don't, don't share your mascara with random broads. Um, another one that someone tweeted is don't use hair glue to apply your false lashes. Now I think that that one is a little, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of people that do it. I've never been able to do it. I don't generally keep hair glue on me, but I know plenty of people who use it and have not had any problems. I also know people who have had reactions to it. I will say that you are only promised two eyes. <laughs> the Lord gave you two eyes and it is your responsibility to ensure the health and safety of the eyes that he gave you. Um, and I don't know how, I don't know. I mean, you could just take that and do with it what you want to. But I mean, for some people it works. I have heard that it doesn't work as well for other people, but just, you know, tread lightly. Um, um, do clean your brushes every, every like at, at least, least once a week. week. And let me tell you something, do, uh, do exchange or, you know, replace, not exchange, replace your beauty blenders and sponges. They do not last always. Sis. Yeah, they do not. They do not. It depends yeah. on how often that you use them that you might want to, you know, find out, you know, how long they do last. But if you've been using the same beauty blender for, for t- through two years, a year and a half, <laughs> a year, just go ahead and drop the yeah. drop the dime. Get get you another one. <laughs> just get you another one. It's fine. The holidays are coming. You know, get you some. Go to Sephora. Use your beauty rewards <laughs> and just boom. get People you. Boom. On your wish there list. you go. You know what I'm saying? If you New got a secret blender. Santa. Let the girls know to get you a new beauty blender. You be out here, skin flourishing. Just tell them which kind to purchase from Sephora. Let them get you a gift card. Just go purchase yourself a new beauty blender, period. But wash your wash your brushes at least once a week. And also, um, Nikki said, especially for makeup artists, but it could be used for regular people too. You can spray your makeup with 91% alcohol. Yes, I keep some of that on my table. So that, and she said not 50 and not 80. She said 91% so that you disinfect the makeup, especially for makeup artists. Um, But it's good for you to do every once in a while with your own. And then a little tip, she said as well, if you, if, you know, something that's powder breaks, so whether it be uh, eyeshadow or whatever, you can pour a little bit of alcohol in it, mix it up and then let it sit and dry, and it will come back together. So no need to start freaking out when your shit breaks anymore because there is a way to salvage it. Totes, my goats. I think that's all, though. I hope this is not, like, super long and dramatic. We did have a lot to talk about. (laughs) Um, But hopefully you guys found it helpful. Uh, We're talking makeup on getting grown. I had fun. We did not talk about... Oh, we we didn't talk about two of the biggest don't the hell ever. What? Don't the hell ever match your eyeshadow to your belt, to your purse, to your, to your shoes, to your, to your purse. I mean, get your, like, don't. It, it, to it, your lipstick. We're not our aunties. <laughs> to your lipstick. Don't do that either. That's, that's the one. To your lipstick. Oh, to your lipstick. <laughs> but that's the one. <laughs> that's the one good thing. And then don't be having these heavy, dramatic eyes and these heavy, dramatic lips. Unless you're, like, going out for a nighttime look, but. These like smoky ass eyes and these like bold red lips at, I don't know, noon is a lot. That's a lot. 
You know what I'm saying? If you go into a gala, that's great, but that's a lot for for an afternoon look. Um, and then the black lip liner, brown lip liner. No, we didn't talk about that. Oh, did I say stop wearing liquid lipstick with no lip liner? This is from my girls. Did not. This is from my, my brown girls who want to be out here wearing uh them Kylie them Kylie lip kit nudes with no liner out here looking like Ashley Larry girl. It's not for us. It's not for us. Um know yourself. I feel like you can make you can make any you can almost make any liquid lipstick work. You can make any lipstick color work if you line your lips appropriately. I think it's mm-hmm. just a woman's it's in a it's in a woman's best interest to kind of learn how to do that. Um it just kind of if you want to talk about making little things that you can do to kind of take your le- your makeup from uh you know um amateur to pro it's those kind of things like learning those kinds of techniques really make a huge difference and it's all about taking the time and just learning how to do it there are classes you could take there are people who can help you um you can even watch tutorials and sometimes it's just practice and you don't have to buy the most expensive lip liner in the world you can like the next lip liners literally cost two and three dollars just get you a bunch of those and just start playing around um there's so many tips that we could we could throw out there. Um, you guys can continue to tweet us with some of your favorite makeup tips, do's, don'ts, and don't the hell ever's. Uh, but we're going to wrap it up because... <laughs> We've been rapping. We've been rapping. Let's just get into the honesty box right quick. Thanks again to Form for supporting this week's episode. Form is the premium hair care collection dedicated to making every hair journey simpler and better. Inspired by your own hair care experiences, Form delivers uncompromising performance without sacrificing the health of your hair. It all starts with your life, your style, and your hair goals. After taking the Form consultation, you'll be delivered a Form regimen complete with selected products, styling techniques, and care tips that are tailored to you. Just like their brother brand Bevel, the folks at Form were tired of seeing the women they love struggle to find hair care that was personal, effective, and high quality. And just in time for the holidays, Form gift cards and Form minis. Form minis are lifestyle sets for hair care on the go. Whether you want to transform, move, bounce, create, or stick to the details, Form has you covered. Head over to formbeauty.com forward slash getting grown to get 10% off and free shipping on your first purchase and a free Form mini when you spend over $50. That's formbeauty.com forward slash G-E-T-T-I-N-G-R-O-W-N. Get personal with form. Honestly? Truly. All right. Time for the honesty box. Do it. Praise the Lord, niggas. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you for everything you do during and outside of this podcast. You two are truly an impressive inspiration for women like me all over the world. I was introduced to the podcast world in July, but my friend who put me onto the read... Since then, I've listened to them, The Friend Zone, and Jaden XD Weekly. However, I knew this was the place for me when I heard Dr. Kia say, As for me and my niggas, oh, we God. will praise the Lord. Oh, God. You ladies <laughs> give me just enough celebrity gossip, grown folk conversation, and pettiness to make my Tuesdays go smoother. I'm writing to you today because I was hoping to get your expertise on a workplace conundrum. I currently work at a group home for adults with developmental disabilities. While it can be very rewarding work, it is often exhausting and offers very little pay for the direct support staff. I often do the work of an assistant manager, even though that is not my title, but that's an email for another day. Lately, I find that my manager often leans on me to take care of many tasks around the job that she should be handling on her own. 
On one hand, I was very grateful for the opportunity to prove myself worthy of the assistant title and pay. But on the other hand, it seems that on a regular basis, she lacks the motivation to be self-sufficient and thinks that since I can handle it, she does not have to. Furthermore, she is very emotional. She often cries at the drop of a hat whenever she is upset and says that she cries as a way to get out of her anger while still remaining professional. Okay, I roll emoji. Because of recent circumstances within our job, it seems that she's crying almost daily. Whenever a situation arises, she often removes herself from the room and cries. <laughs> then I find myself fixing the problem without hesitation. This is a 50-something-year-old woman who has not learned basic coping skills. I guess my question is, how can I tell her about herself without risking the waterworks? Wow. We have built a relationship over the years, and she does value my opinion, so my speaking up wouldn't be coming out of the woodworks. Are there any coping mechanisms you can suggest? Sorry for such a long email, overworked and underpaid. P.S. My 30th birthday is November 28th. It would be the best present ever to hear you read this email or even oh. just give a birthday shout out on the show. Thank you. Have a blessed day. So, first of all, happy birthday. Happy, birthday. happy belated birthday. So you get two, <laughs> two, two presents. But, um... Yeah, sis, you wanna you wanna start off? I don't know that. Um, I don't know that there's anything that you can say that because I mean, that's gonna keep this woman from crying. If she cries, right. she's gonna cry. I think it's just a matter of you determining whether or not um, you uh, care. Sorry, you care whether or not. <laughs> I mean, you know, like you know, are, are her t not to like are. Is her crying going to, is that enough to stop you from saying what you feel like needs to be said? Um, I also am more interested in knowing what exactly you want to say to her. Um, and, and like, you know, what's the fix? Like, what's, what are you looking for? Because Well, it sounds like she wants this lady to take some more responsibility. So she's um, complaining about the fact that the lady leaves the room to cry. She said, first and foremost, that the lady, the lady what leans on her a little bit too much so she you know she's happy about the fact that she gets to prove herself but at the same time this woman is um now using it to her advantage like taking advantage of the situation uh and having her do more work than what she's getting paid to do then the second issue is that i guess she's also getting out of her work by crying all of the time and that shit gets irritating at work right so i'm saying like is she saying like don't do this no more or if i'm going to continue to do this you're going to have to pay me oh i don't know so i mean like she asked for coping mechanisms but i i mean well i guess what i would say she first needs to decide is whether or not she's going to be like what her what she wants the outcome to be What's your end goal right right what do you want the outcome to be and then we we might be able to talk about like ways to get you there that will not compromise your relationship with this woman um yeah as far as her crying all like and then as far as her reaction to you and how you approach her because it sounds like you would whatever your end goal may be that you would be coming from a place of love because you don't sound like you resent this woman you just sound like you're like kind of you're kind of irritated at this point with how things have gone and um you can't control what her reaction is to what you say to her no so i would say take take what kia said figure out what your end game is here figure out what your objective is first and foremost 
And then once you go to have this conversation with her, as long as it's set out of respect and love, then you can't be worried about what her reaction is going to be because you can't control that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's it. Um, I hope this helps. I'm happy. I think we're happy to, um, you know, if you want to give us an update or give us more information, we will ha- we'll be happy to revisit this. But like given what, Please. what we know, and what you've told us in the email, I think, you know, you got a little bit more work to do before. I mean, at least in terms <laughs> of figuring out what it is that you want. Like, are you saying like you, she signed the email overworked and underpaid. So is she saying like, if I'm going to be carrying this responsibility, I want to be compensated. Um, or is she saying like, since you're not going to compensate me, stop crying <laughs> and do your job. Right. I mean, I think, you know, or it could be if you're if if I'm you know if I'm going to be doing all this I need to be compensated and if you're not going to compensate me then you need to quit crying and do your job. That's what I just said. The mix of the both of them. Did I just put it you? You literally just said (laughs) what I. I'm tired. It's all right. But yeah, girl. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely just put it. It's okay. Yeah. Let us know. (laughs) Hit us. Hit us back and let us know. some more information or you know and happy birthday happy birthday and i want to be very responsible of the things i say to my sister because everybody know i can be real petty p-e to the t-t-y honey all right it's time for the petty peeves if you hear a noise in the background that is my husband sleep because it is very late (laughs) i figured i'd just be transparent with the people so I'm actually going to read a listener's petty peeve today because obviously you all know when I read the petty peeves that they are ones that resonate, they resonate. And so, and I found this to be super enjoyable. Hi, Jade and Kia. I'm a huge fan of your show. I look forward to listening to you all every week. My petty peeve is a continuation of Jade's rant about Food Network star Sonny Anderson. Mm-hmm. Y'all know I hate Sonny Anderson, so I picked this one. I had no clue who she was before Jade mentioned her on the show, but I could tell that she didn't have any praying grandmother in her life. Today I was on Facebook scrolling through my feed, minding my business when a video popped up from Food Network, and it was Sunny making her funky monkey waffle pudding. I, I made that. the mistake Somebody of watching the video. video about this. I saw this. Ugh. I made the mistake of watching the video and seeing this grown-ass woman blend chocolate milk, a banana, chunky peanut butter, and an egg pour it over an Eggo waffle, bake it, and top it off with bacon, chocolate chips, and marshmallows. I was appalled, offended, confused, and dumbfounded. This shit looked like a kindergartner came up with this. Sunny is a grown-ass woman making childish-ass foods. I am offended that Food Network would even give her a platform to spread this buffoonery. I'm 22, and this looks like some shit you can make in college when you're high, and all you have in your kitchen are these ingredients, and you have zero meal swipes left. Swipes, meal swipes, good times. <laughs> Swipers, no swipings. Thank you for letting me share my petty peeve, more like a petty rant with you all. I love you. That's all I have to right. say. That's it. We speak your name. You. Um, absolutely I'm also going to read a listener's petty peeve this one reads praise the lord niggas I just want to share a petty peeve with y'all I really 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 three reallys cannot stand when people casually cross the threshold of my cubicle and just start talking to me or asking me a question I need folks to do things first please knock or lightly tap on the entrance to get my attention and two 
wait for me to acknowledge your presence before you walk in my cube. I mean, then to add insult to injury, some folks like to invade my personal bubble and practically stand nine to seven millimeters away from me. Who raised y'all backup son? Give me 50 feet. There's absolutely no need for anyone to be that close to me. And I really don't want your dragon breath all in my nostrils or your body heat anywhere near my person. LOL. Love y'all. Love you too. I could just, this resonated with me. I am not my current job, but at my job right before this one, I had a cubicle and it was just literally, it was just absolutely terrible. Um, And I don't want to like say that I'll never, ever have a cubicle again because I don't know what kind of, uh, situations life will bring me, but I just hope to never, ever have a cubicle ever again. <laughs> and I hope that the Lord will always see to it that I have a door to close because yes, I just cannot. People will ask, especially when they see you, they just think that that means that you're on and available to them. Um, and a lot of times that's not the case. <laughs> so I, that resonated with me. Yeah. Thank you for sending that. I totally, totally, totally agree with you 100%. I don't have a cubicle. I don't want one. I feel like I haven't had one for a really long Another time. Another one is just like and I'm just not interested. People will like stand like people either they will often either they will always like just include you and talk to you when you don't want to be spoken to or they will mm-hmm. act like you're not there and like congregate around your cubicle and have like a business meeting or just be having like social hour, niggas be going around the table, just, I mean, standing around in a circle talking about their weekends, like you not working two, two feet from them. Like, you don't see me here. You hear me typing. Excuse don't me. nobody want to hear what y'all was doing. The Keurig machine. Like, no, exactly. I don't This care. is not the break room, but <laughs> it's fine. Get out of my purse. <laughs> Well, that is another episode of Getting Grown. It is. Um, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you're sending your petty peeves, your kitchen table talk suggestions, and your honesty box questions to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, all of the information will be in the description box for everyone that we listed today. So be sure to check out those. Make sure you check out Nikki at Canvas MUA if you're in the Houston area and get $15 off your in-studio um, session. Um, and in the meantime, you can also click on the shout out to my sis links so that you can moisturize your skin, uh, drink your water and mind your business. Cause your black will crack if it's dry. Drink up kids. Bye. Bye.